Josh. I'm Kristen. And this is episode 31. Yep. And we're staying with our haunted objects theme this week. That's correct. Yeah, so this episode, we're talking about haunted dolls. Yeah. Who's not creeped out by that? Right. right? When I was a kid, I had, like, a lot of porcelain dolls. Yeah, like, I don't know who was buying those for me. Yeah. But they were, like, up on, actually, this shelf, up on the top. And it was, like... You know, they just, no matter stare what, they're you. staring at you. Yeah, yes. always staring at you. Right? I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, everyone has a healthy fear of dolls, right? Yeah. You know, at least sane people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they're just, like, inherently creepy. Well, like, even back then, the porcelain dolls were creepy, but, like, I didn't really have a reason to be scared of them. I had never seen a movie about haunted dolls or anything. You know what I mean? Well, I think this episode, we're definitely going to uh, talk about some interesting haunted dolls, and it'll probably definitely solidify your fear of them. Yeah, right? for sure. Uh, we'll probably dig a little bit deeper into, like, why people are afraid of dolls also, really. Right. You know, just the psychology of it. For sure. Also, at the end of the episode, stick around. We're going to do our drawing for our giveaway. Yeah, thank you for everyone that uh, entered, uh, that helped spread the word about the podcast. We appreciate everyone that's taking the time to listen to the podcast. Yeah, we're super stoked about it. I can't wait to find out who's getting the stash box, the coffee, all the goodies. I can't wait. Yeah, right? Yeah. Also, in just a little craziness on our end of the world, we're going through like a real-life true crime episode right now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, unfortunately, you kind of always watch these true crimes and never really think uh, this could happen right next door to you. Yeah, but it did. Right it next did. door to us, there was a murder, a yeah, stabbing. A stabbing. It, it, luckily, it was like a domestic situation, or if not, I would be completely bugged. <laughs> like, I already am like staring out the window constantly yeah. now that this has happened. Yeah, afraid to go to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, if it would have been like a killer on the loose or something oh, yeah, oh my goodness and we live in a quiet neighborhood so it's pretty shocking oh yeah all uh, the neighbors are like shocked what, about yeah. what is going on but yeah it was just a it was a domestic uh dispute unfortunately and yeah uh there was definitely a stabbing but it's weird to kind of live through that we're seeing like uh news cameras out front right we walked like outside like, today the and there's the news out there and like that really just brought a whole new level of reality to it yeah it's like, like what it's who like, would have thought at our house yeah as soon as that happens like yeah i don't like this <laughs> <laughs> yeah also um can ghosts cross property lines yeah i think so <sighs> that stresses me out yeah this is, he's gonna he's gonna be over here now why don't you <laughs> not help me all right, well, anyway, that's that's pretty morbid. Right, it is. And we, we can't really say too much because, like, there's just really not a lot of information out there about that's it. That's true. It's just kind of respect the family and everything. Right, but. but it is crazy. And, you know, we might talk about it a little bit more once it's, like, a closed case. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... But right now, there's just not too much to be said, but we did just want to share, like... We love this kind of stuff. And I've been watching a lot of Dexter lately. Oh, wow, yeah. So it's like, wow, this is somewhere Dexter would have been called to. Yeah, with the blood. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's for awful. sure. And I, I do feel bad for the family involved. Uh, 
you know, hopefully everybody, you know, found some kind of peace, I guess. But For sure. Just kind of a crazy time. This year's been crazy for us. A lot of changes, a lot of... Yeah. Been busy with a lot of things. That's why we haven't been consistent with the podcast lately, really. For sure. But, you know, it's getting to be that time of the year. It is officially spooky season, I would say. Yeah, uh, September kind of brings in spooky season, yeah. right? Which I love. Me too. It's like September's here. We're done with summer. It's time for fall. Right. right? Unfortunately, the weather's like, ha ha, yeah. no way. I'm not done. Yeah, it's still a little hot, but it's always this. This is probably like the last week. It's really hot though, right? Mm-mm. Next week. Oh, okay. My bad. It's always hot around my birthday, so it's about to yeah. be my birthday. Yeah, this week. It's about to be the, our podcast birthday. I can't wait for that. Our one-year birthday is coming up. Yeah, I think we're going to try to do something cool and special right. for our one-year birthday podcast. For sure, I can't wait. I can't believe it's already been a year almost. Always with some type of haunted theme, right? Of course. Because that's what we love. Yeah, it's called Haunted Haze. Right, and we love that you love it. And we love that you listen to it. So right. Continue to do so. Uh, good luck to everyone that entered the giveaway. I had fun doing it. Me it was, too. I really appreciate everyone taking the time to share it. All right. Well, let's start talking about some haunted dolls. Yeah, so let's dig into some haunted dolls. Right. A fear of dolls is known as pediophobia, which is pretty closely related to the fear of puppets, unsurprisingly. It's Makes safe. sense. Yeah. It's safe to say that most of us aren't huge fans of dolls, and with films like Annabelle and The Conjuring becoming more and more popular, even hardened horror fans are having a hard time putting up with these scary dolls. Although people might not necessarily be scared of dolls, it's safe to say that they creep many of us out. We've been playing with dolls for thousands of years, which is perhaps why haunted dolls have been part of folklore for hundreds of years too. Legends tend to follow that because dolls are humanoid in form. Sometimes, spirits inhabit a doll when they're roaming this plane because they don't know where to go and dolls look familiar to them. They may inhabit the doll of a former owner or the doll that they used to own. Another theory is that these scary dolls may be possessed or cursed. Possessed dolls are often associated with demons or poltergeist activity while cursed dolls tend to be associated with voodoo. Stories of cursed dolls are rare, although they do exist. I mean, I can say, like, as a kid, I was definitely, like, really into dolls. I mean, like, a baby doll. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so have a baby doll. For sure. And so I think, like, you can see, like... I remember my cousin's baby dolls used to weird me out. Baby dolls are weird, right? I don't think baby dolls are really so creepy to me. But an old baby doll is. Yeah. Why an old? I guess that's what it is. You have to, if, to be scary, it has to be old. Well, voodoo dolls are a scary thought, too. Voodoo dolls are When you put creepy. it, put it also with that doll, that type of doll. Right. It's like, oh, well, I didn't, you know, sometimes you don't think about voodoo dolls. Right. It kind of seems like it has, like, some legit... Consequences. Consequences to it, yeah. Alright, so why are dolls scary? Scary dolls have existed in many forms for hundreds of years, and although scary is subjective, it's understandable that we find some dolls scarier than others simply because of the uncanny valley effect. This is when something looks human, and we accept it as looking human. But there's something slightly off about it. That offness is something that we can't quite put our finger on, but that's what creeps us out. 
And that's without a doll being haunted. Yeah, with, yeah, just looking at the doll. Yeah. Or creepy. Let alone if it's an actual haunted doll. Alright, so first off, we'll start with probably a, a very well known haunted doll, which is Robert the Doll. Yeah. If there's such a thing as the most famous haunted doll in American culture, it's certainly Chucky, the diabolical plastic star of Child's Play movies. But Chucky supposedly had a real world inspiration Florida's Robert the Doll. Today, Robert resides at a museum in Key West, but back in the day, he was the beloved companion of Robert Eugene Otto, who received the doll in childhood as a gift from his grandfather. Young Otto supposedly blamed any accident he caused around the house on the doll, but he was also intensely attached to it. In fact, as an adult, Otto was noted around Key West for having a, let's say, unusual relationship with Robert. And that Otto was reportedly a grown man who continued to take his doll everywhere he went and speak to it as if it was an actual person. Hate it. When Otto died, the person who bought his home also bought Robert, which will be shocked to hear proved to be something of a bad move. She reported that Robert moved around the house on his own. Guests heard mysterious footsteps and giggling in the attic. After two decades of eerie attic giggles, the owner donated him to a local museum in 1994. But once he made his new home in the museum, Robert was believed by many visitors to be accountable for all sorts of bad things. Electronic equipment was said to often malfunction in his presence, and visitors who acted disrespectfully towards the doll or took his photo without first asking his permission had been said to experience bad luck afterwards and sometimes even wrote him letters begging his forgiveness in hopes of reversing his curse. All of this, of course, leads to a much bigger question. Why are so many of these haunted dolls so obsessed with getting respect? I feel like it makes sense. Um, like, just my theory off the top of my head. You know, like, whenever this person gets this doll, and, like, when Robert was young, and or Otto was young, and he and Robert had this, like, special relationship that's his favorite doll, obviously, it, like, carried on, and then Otto dies, and that doll's, like, used to being treated, like, real. Mm. I'm not falling. <laughs> what if he just made it his imaginary friend? Yeah. And then somehow when Otto died, he just came back and is around the doll. Right. And so therefore the doll does human-like things. It's definitely creepy, but if we ever go to Key West, I definitely would want to go see Robert the doll. Yeah, but you better ask for permission to take the picture. I think I just wouldn't take a picture. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So another obviously super famous doll, Annabelle. Oh, yes, Annabelle. You may have seen Annabelle, the prequel to the movie The Conjuring, that focuses on an evil doll with very nice bangs, who is supposedly haunted by the spirit of a satanically murderous woman. But the actual story of Annabelle is a tad different. For starters, in real life, Annabelle is a bloodthirsty rag doll instead of a more nefariously picturesque porcelain doll depicted in the film. Yeah, she looks like more like the Raggedy Ann doll. Right. Yeah, like from Raggedy Ann series. She also wasn't the center of some obvious devil worship cult. The real Annabelle story is a bit more subtle and way less full of giant murder demons. 
According to the archives of Ed and Lorraine Warren, the real-life couple the Conjuring films are based on, Annamelle the doll was given as a gift from a mother to her daughter Donna, a nursing student in her early 20s. Donna soon found out that Annabelle seemed to move around the house on her own while she and her roommate Angie were out, turning up in different rooms than they had left her. About a month into their spooky third roommate, Donna and her friend said they started finding messages around their house written in pencil on parchment that said things like, Help us. Help Lou. Oh, God. Bizarrely, Lou was a male friend of the roommate's. Donna and her roommate kept it all around despite this, and when it appeared to have mysterious blood droplets on it one day, they sought out a medium instead of doing the sensible thing, which is changing your name and moving to a country where dolls are illegal. <laughs> yeah. The medium told Donna that Annabelle was an innocent spirit of a sweet girl who had been killed on the spot where the apartments now stood. But if you ever seen a horror movie or a trailer for a horror movie, you know that that's not true. Yeah, right. However, Donna believed that this was... However, Donna believed and was moved by the story and gave Annabelle permission to stay in the apartment. This was bad news for Lou, who had an encounter with Annabelle that was either a horrific dream about the doll strangling him or the doll actually trying to strangle him. He also experienced an encounter with the doll where harsh scratches appeared out of nowhere on his chest. Donna finally was no longer into this doll, contacted clergy who connected her to the Warrens, who said that Annabelle was inhabited by an inhuman demonic spirit, not the ghost of a dead child. After some light exorcism of the apartment, the Warrens took the doll home with them, where she seemed to move throughout the house and exert threatening power over others. Eventually, the Warrens had a special case made for Annabelle, which seemed to prevent her from harming other people, with the supposed exception of a young man who antagonized the doll on a tour of the Warrens' home by banging on the case and demanding that the doll prove herself to him. He died in a motorcycle crash on his way home. Wow, damn. All right, so next we have Harold. Harold is the first and most famous of the haunted eBay dolls, a.k.a. dolls that are sold online with a usually pretty detailed description of the forces supposedly haunting them and the specifics of the problems they may cause in your home, which makes them different from most of these haunted dolls. People bidding on haunted dolls are intentionally getting themselves into a potential child's play type scenario, rather than just unluckily purchasing an innocent looking doll that happens to also be Lord Glorcon, 10th minion of Satan or whatever. (laughs) Which is true. I've seen, there's been like a reality series I've seen before where it was like a husband and wife and they were selling they would collect haunted dolls, like people or would yeah. donate them to them, or maybe they would pay a little money for, for them, and then they would resell them online. Yeah, I remember they were, like, really picky about who the dolls went to. Yeah. And they were like, if you have other dolls, they would, like, want to make sure that your doll, that you're buying from them, connected good with the dolls they already had in the house. Right, yeah. Like, they were, like, real deep into it. Yeah, it was very interesting, like, just the workings of it and the amount of people that would actually want to purchase a haunted doll. Right. You know? No thanks. Right. Harold made his big star turn on the Travel Channel show Ghost Adventures, where he was pronounced to be one of the most haunted dolls in the world. 
Harold's backstory claims that he was the property of a small boy who died. Soon after, the family of the boy, who held on to the doll, claimed to witness the doll move, laugh, and sing on its own. Nope. Though the family contacted clergy, who attested the doll was possessed and needed to be burned, supposedly the doll wouldn't even singe. So the family, of course, sold it to a flea market so that this demon doll could be someone else's problem. The doll's myth holds that it has brought paranormal activity into the life of every subsequent owner, and in some cases, real-life violence and death. Is it true? Well, someone is running around the internet claiming that they completely made up the haunted Herald story to get a good price selling a pretty beat-up, run-of-the-mill antique doll. But who are you going to believe? Someone admitting to fraud on the internet or someone who has their own TV show? I know my own answer personally. <laughs> I bet Zach Bagans was pissed that he didn't get to take that doll home. He did. They're talking about Ghost Adventures. Did he, he not, does he not have the doll? I don't remember him having that doll. Harold? But that, I know they said that he was on there, but I thought they said they ended up selling it to somebody on at a flea market. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I just assumed that maybe Zach Bagans tracked it down and owned it. Oh, he, he, I would not we'll have be to look surprised. into that, actually. Yeah. Mandy the doll is the subject of a classic Barry Manilow song of the same name, which of course includes the famous lyric, Oh Mandy, you came and you were a doll that was evil, so I sold you away on eBay. (laughs) Yeah, okay, not. I was about to listen to Barry Manilow and thank God I dodged that bullet. Mandy makes her horrific home at the Quinsel and District Museum in British Columbia where she took up residence after her previous owner no longer could tolerate her antics. What were these antics, you very reasonably ask? Seems that when Mandy was in the house, the home would fill with baby cries at night, despite the lack of any real-life babies on the premises. Once situated at the museum, the staff blamed her for everything, uh, from misplaced lunches, pens, and books to damage on other dolls. That's pretty creepy if she's, like, making baby noises. Yeah, for sure. Anything that, like, makes a baby noise, I've always heard was demonic, right? It makes sense because it, like, triggers you. Yeah, it triggers a a certain, like, uh, animal instinct in you, right? So it's playing on your emotions. Right. That's terrifying. And like many other allegedly haunted dolls... Mandy stands accused of causing electronics to malfunction in her presence and, of course, moving around on her own volition. Does Mandy truly have mysterious powers? Or do people just get so wigged out looking at a rotted old doll that they start to basically hallucinate? (laughs) I hope to never know the answer, and there are these kinds of mysteries that make life intriguing. I mean, if I saw a doll move... Oh, yeah, that would terrify me. And I don't think that you can stare at something long enough to hallucinate that it gets up and moves. <laughs> yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, you can't just will that in existence, right? Right. <laughs> if I, I stare at this long enough, I, I will hallucinate. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a little far-fetched. Maybe the doll's just haunted. We can't just accept that. We go out of our way to believe things aren't haunted, right? Right. Like, no, that can't be. That's not... Yeah, uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But, I mean, there, there's... there's. I mean, you do have, have to, like, healthy, have a grain of salt. Yeah. You know, have some skepticism. Yeah. 
Don't just believe everything. That's hard sometimes. Well, especially watching some of the videos, you know, you see it like oh, I know. a doll move, like on Ghost. In this day content. and age, you know what I mean? Like, I know. Like, it's so easy to fake things on fake the internet. Things, yeah, it's crazy. And I've seen some really good things, but it turned out to be fake. Yeah. You know? All right, so next up we have Peggy. And I'm pretty sure this is the doll that I saw in Zach Bagan's museum. Yeah, I think so, too. I think I skipped it because it was after the horrible experience with the dick box. She's just a doll. Show us the doll. Why won't you just let us look at the freaking doll? Legend of Peggy, of course, holds that to look upon Peggy is to court danger. According to her owner, paranormal investigator Jane Harris, the doll has caused physical ailments like nausea, headaches, and in one case, an actual heart attack, as well as visions of mental institutions and 80 people who have looked at videos or even pictures of the doll. Crazy. As Harris tells it, Various metaphysical experts have testified that Peggy feels restlessly frustrated and was persecuted in life, which I think any of us might if we were a plastic doll that got blamed for strangers' chest palpitations. <laughs> Patty Reed's doll. Poor Patty's doll. She had to cope with a lot. While she isn't known to be haunted, she's definitely a scary doll for sure. She's quite difficult to look at, and the expression on her face makes you think that she's definitely seen a lot. As the story goes, Patty's family, the Donner family, were cannibals. They ended up getting stuck in a snowstorm and eventually turned to eating the only thing they could. Leather, mice, and eventually each other. Wow. Patty's doll was witness to the clan eating each other. And although they did, and the doll ended up back in San Jose... It's fair to say that the poor doll was a witness to a lot of atrocities. Now on display in Sacramento, if you want to witness a bit of a creepy American history. Ooh, wow. That is crazy. That's crazy that they have, like, these dolls in such public viewing places. It's like, come look at this haunted doll. It's crazy. Right. It's haunted. Well, that one I can understand. Zach Bagans tells you before you see Patty the doll. Right. I think that most of them do give you some kind of warning beforehand. Yeah, I was the only one that went in there and looked at that doll. Yeah, me and Maddie didn't go in. And it was definitely a, a I didn't want to be in their vibe. Right. I think that, you know, they kind of set it up to be that way, too. Right. And I was in there by myself, too, which normally you probably would have been in there with a group of people. I was absolutely in there by myself. Right. And I was a little, oh, oh like the... The late the tour guide lady's not going to come in here either. Like, no, she uh, she said you can go ahead and go in. Yeah, so I, yeah, I got the hell out. I looked at the doll. I did look at the doll. I kind of stood. I, I was in there for a minute. a minute, maybe just long enough to look at it, get a creepy vibe, and get the hell out. Uh, this next doll probably also will give you creeps too. Joliet. In this family, creepy dolls are part of history. Each woman has two children, a girl and a boy, but the boy dies just three days after being born. And this has happened for four generations. Mm. Anna, the youngest woman to be cursed by the doll, believes that Juliet was given to her great-grandmother. Infant screams, cries, and giggles have been heard coming from the doll. Small footsteps have been heard in the night, and for each generation of the family, the infant's voice changes. Golly. The women believe that Joliet curses the women and claims the boys as her own. 
That's horrifying. Yeah, that's a terrible. I would just call. not even have a second kid. Also, sometimes I think of like the the ventriloquist dolls. Remember that movie Dead Silence? God, that movie was crazy. That's a rough one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Next is the devil infant doll. Ugh. If a doll is known as a devil infant, you know it's going to be creepy, right? <laughs> that definitely get it away, yeah. The evil doll takes start in New Orleans, home of voodoo and witchcraft. The area is well known for creepy folklore, and it's a little surprised that the story of this possessed doll takes place here. Marie Laveau supposedly cursed the bride of a Scotsman back in the 1800s, and the bride died in childbirth. Mm. But the curse wasn't over with. The bride birthed the child of Satan, and the father brought the child home. Although the baby was looked at by her father until her death, residents feared the child greatly. She was said to walk in the shadows and terrify residents in the state, and they started to buy recreations of the baby in order to keep themselves safe and ward off evil. Mm. However, because these dolls were created in the baby's image, they were said to be possessed. Remnants of these dolls can still be found today, and new dolls are created from them. Beware, though, as they are said to be haunted dolls, and the devil infant can still cause mayhem, with the eyes moving on their own and the dolls disappearing and reappearing at will. Wow. Many people collect paranormal memorabilia, and spooky, scary dolls are the toys of horror fans' favorites. Scary stories about dolls are brilliant ways to sell these artifacts. And although we can take a lot of these tales with a rather large grain of salt, with some of the more famous stories, there's always an element of truth buried somewhere in the tale. Would you want to take that chance? Yeah, no. Definitely not. No. I just wouldn't want to take the chance. Like... I don't want to haunt a doll. Yeah, like why? Take, like why? If you told me it was haunted, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'm just gonna leave it here. I'm not. No, I would definitely. Wa- I'm definitely interested enough to look at one or. Right, know, like, like, but I don't want to own it. I don't want to own it. No, or touch it, or have it in my house. So, what do you guys think? Do you believe in haunted dolls? Are you right. scared of haunted dolls? Have you ever experienced a haunted doll? For sure. Do you own a haunted doll? Yeah, I would love to know if somebody's had an experience like that because. I mean, there's a reason we're scared. Absolutely. You know you can always hit us up at hauntedhazepodcast at gmail.com. Yep, and you can find us on Instagram at hauntedhazepodcast. And also, don't forget to check out our Etsy shop, Pippi Hayes Studios. You know, we have tie-dye, stash boxes, all that good stuff on there. We also got a lot of, like, horror-themed paintings I've done. Oh, right. So, it's spooky season, so if you want, like... If you want some scary paintings, yeah, hit us hey, up. Hit me up, man. I can help you out. For sure. I'm so excited about Halloween coming up. For sure. I can't wait to start decorating. I it's might go ahead time. and start getting some stuff out. It, it feels <laughs> like, right? We can't wait. Yeah. So it's definitely that time. So we're also going to gear the uh, podcast up. Uh, we're going to get back on a little, uh, we're going to get back on a weekly schedule probably. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely excited about some of the stories that we got coming up. Some of the things we're going to do for the for October yeah. and birthday and a lot going on. Just to celebrate spooky season, all things paranormal. For we sure. love it. It's that time of year, fall. It's the best time of year, right? Yeah, it, it really is. I imagine if you're listening to this, you 100% agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the summer. Yeah, but the fall. But at this point of the summer, I hate it. 
Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. It's okay. But you know what I don't hate? Versus? Yes. Let's do it. As always, we take one scary thing and we pit it against another scary thing. And then we discuss and decide which one we think is the scariest. Yes, and I'm going to let you draw it this week. There's a lot of scary things out there. And this tiny box, it definitely contains a few of them. Yep. Just throwing things. Okay, great. So, which one's scarier? Sleep paralysis or the sixth sense, like seeing dead people? (laughs) Which one would you rather... I think for me, it's uh, sleep paralysis. I agree with that because... Sorry. Yeah, because the feeling of like being, I can't do anything. Like I'm paralyzed, and there's I see creatures or demons. Yeah. Or, uh, some of the stories that I've heard. Also, the haunting of Hill House that made me really scared oh, for sleep God. paralysis. Sleep paralysis, yes. You remember, like the one time she's like having a sleep paralysis episode is when her husband falls out and dies. Yeah, that's crazy. And then later, the bent neck lady. Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, we're going to have to rewatch that. But, I can't wait. Yeah, just the just the inability to be able to move or do anything to help myself or defend myself, that scares me. Yeah. I mean, I am scared of seeing dead people, too. Yeah, the, I'm not, yeah. Okay, I <laughs> was going to get back to that because I'm not trying to overlook that either. Yeah. Having the ability uh, to see dead people constantly... It would be terrifying because I feel like if you have that ability, you see them all the time. Like it's not like something you just turn on and off. Right. You think about that one uh, paranormal show that's on. Uh, oh, Dead Files. Dead Files, where that lady allegedly like can see things. Right, and then the other guy does the research. Yeah, that's crazy. Love and that a lot show. of times, it's dead on. Right. It's it's creepy how dead on it is. It's either scripted or I like to creepy. think it's not. Yeah, you never know, though. But, you know, TV well, when, does deceive us. And then when it comes to sleep paralysis, remember that documentary that we watched, The Nightmare? Oh, yes, I do remember that. And it's all about those people that were having sleep paralysis yes. and the things that they would see. Horrible. That's what that's what creeps me out. Is I feel like the, you see things in sleep paralysis that are scarier than just dead people. Right. Right? You're seeing, like... Witches and demons. demons yeah, and that's what I don't want to see. A tall man, a hat, you know, Hate stuff it. like that. Yeah, yeah, it is like worse. That. Like the what your mind can come up with, or is it is your awful. mind? Maybe your mind's in this kind of, you know, middle ground. Well, just think about like you know where your mind can go, like with anything, you know, yeah, really, you know. Who knows? I'm going to have to go with sleep process. I agree with you, though. (laughs) Yeah, I think that Sixth Sense is scary, but we'll definitely go with sleep paralysis. Yeah, but what do you think? Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis? For sure. Please send us in that story. Yeah, we would love to hear from you, as always. If you can see dead people and you haven't already told us that. Yeah, shame on you. Yeah. (laughs) But we would definitely love to hear from you. Tell us your experience. Tell us your story. All right, so next up... You know what we're going to do? We're going to give away our prize. Yeah, you get the trivia game. You get the stash box. Can I draw it? It's not much, but it's our way as appreciation to say thank you to the people that have taken the time to listen to us, that took the time to 
uh, share it and try to spread the word about our podcast. Anyone that's giving us love, we appreciate it so much. Uh, again, I'm really digging through. It right on, yeah. Trying to make it completely random. I don't yeah. know which one I'm getting. We're also pulling these out of the super duper secret box. Yeah, we're pulling your name out of the super duper secret box. All right, and here we go. Here we go. There's one. a drum roll. All right, and the winner is. Oh gosh, who's it gonna be? The lucky giveaway winner. Look, this is all free to you. It is Kayla. Oh, Kayla. Kayla, you are the Congratulations. winner. Congratulations. Yes. So excited for bah, 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 bah. you. <laughs> so yeah, so Kayla, you are getting a bag of Griffith Roasting Company Devil's Divine Coffee. Boom. A core trivia game, the game we've been playing on the yes. podcast. If you've been listening to the podcast, it's the yeah. exact same game. Yeah. We can't replay it, so we're going to give somebody else to play. Right. We are giving you a horror movie theme stash box. Yes. The pre-stash. Memorabilia. All of the flavors we have are what? Hippie Haze Wax Melts. And, uh... Yeah, that's it. I think that's it, yeah. Hey, but congratulations. Hell yeah. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Thank you so much for uh, helping us spread the word, really. We really appreciate it. For sure. Thank 100%. you so much. Well, I hope you guys had fun on this episode. Uh, dolls are definitely creepy. For so sure. I don't want one if it's haunted. I don't even really want to think about them right now. We don't have any. I have, like, some dolls, I guess, like... You have like a little, little Ash and Jason. We don't have any dolls. Like my, well, we have some dolls. They're in the attic. My daughter's dolls. Oh, like Barbie dolls. Yeah, I guess those are still kind of scary though. No, I don't think Barbie dolls count as scary dolls. Really? Unless they're like no heads and in a weird. You can make them creepy. Yeah, for sure. But I don't just get an ultimate creep vibe from like those kind of dolls. It's like baby dolls and porcelain dolls. No, and okay. like specifically. Yeah. Well, again, congratulations, Kayla, on winning our giveaway. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, who's been listening. Uh, we will be back soon. We're going to celebrate our one-year birthday. birthday for the podcast. And we're going to... More details on that soon. It's time for us to get in full mode spooky season. So Yeah, we've got some us. great stories that we're gathering yeah. up right now to talk about. So I think uh, each episode is going to be really packed full with like some actual scary stuff. You know, Right. Like, we do a lot of go... We do a lot of goofing around and kind of laughing and playing, but some of the stuff is pretty scary. Also, I feel, we probably talked about this last October, but for every night in October, Josh and I watch a horror movie. Yeah. And We're, it starts really before October, but it doesn't get official until October 1st. Yeah, right on. So we'll try to, like, uh, I think maybe try to share on Facebook or Instagram, yeah, we'll like, have the like movie a weekly, of the day. Or, like, a weekly watch list, maybe. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like that. Send us ideas. As always, you can also send us uh, versus ideas. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you want to tell your stories about owning haunted dolls or any kind of paranormal story, yeah. you can always reach us again at hauntedhazepodcast at gmail.com and hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Yep, at Haunted Haze Podcast. Well, until then, peace, peace out. out. Stay haunted.